So I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the, the passing of a, a great man and uh, a wonderful father. Um, of course, we're talking about uh, Martin Crane, uh, yeah. a, a Frasier, or uh, John Mahoney, the actor, let's not forget, uh, the actor, who passed away He's last week. Taken from us too soon. Uh, yeah, and there goes, well, my hope for a Frasier reboot, which maybe this is the jumping off point for it, perhaps. Frasier oh, started but... with him going to take care of his father, Frasier, yep. 2018, 2K18, EA Sports, might be about uh, him recovering from his father's loss. Um, but what was interesting about, about John Mahoney and as uh, Martin Crane right. was, you know, the actor himself, he was a theater actor. Mm-hmm. He seemed like this, the tough guy character he played. He wasn't like that in person. Well, um, Seth, he was an actor. He was an actor, you know, but it's we think these people are, uh, right. their characters are the people. <laughs> and it speaks a little bit, I think, to, to the masks that we put on in our lives. Seth, that's, uh, that's quite an astute observation. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking, been real emo recently. And is it because that new dashboard CD came out? I did listen to it. I got it got a decent review. Uh, oh, no, that's good. Do you know he had writer's block for eight years? Yeah, I know. Huh. I don't know why he just didn't put out um, "Screaming Fidelities" again. Just a remix. That was just you and us, you and I screaming it. Um. Well, it's, I think he knows that you and I perfected that song. He he got us like part of the way there, and then we were able to scream it. But Seth, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I derailed you from... Uh, no, no problem. Company. No problem at all. Uh, at the end of this podcast, uh, you and I will do our rendition of Screaming Infidelities for anyone who wants to uh, stay uh, to the very end, to the, the bitter, bitter end, and hear some Chris Caraba. No, my point was, we pretend to be certain people. We have our, our core selves. I mean, this goes back to psychology and, and yes, the great Fraser Crane, and the people that we are and the people that we present ourselves to be in certain mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. and you know i think uh for for john mahoney as fraser crane uh, as martin crane that's one person uh, i think kelsey Grammer as fraser crane is another uh, idea of that i think you see that in, in life and you see that on reality shows too uh well are there any reality shows that kind of spring to mind for you um is i don't that... i'm not a fan of the genre <laughs> as a matter of fact then... Then do I have the podcast for you? Oh, very good. Um, no, but you've uh, you've watched The Bachelor, right? Uh, yeah, a handful of times. Yeah. Would you say that perhaps that would be apt for that? I guess it is. Hmm. Hmm. Courtney, what do you think? Mm, I love that. <laughs> you you want to talk about it? Mm, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking mostly about Becca, and then that's what we'll talk about later on. Sure. Yeah, no, way to tee that up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Welcome to Castilia for a second of Backstar Podcast with two dudes. I'm one dude, Seth. And I'm one dude, Phil. And with us today, welcome her back, the other dude in the family, Courtney Deary. <laughs> mm, I love that. <laughs> Courtney, we love you. All the viewers out there, welcome back to C-I-S-Y-F-A-S colon A-B-P-T-W-D. I nailed it. That was seamless. What a time uh, saver. Thank you. 
Again, those are that's, that's the initials for the podcast, which is a Can I Stay for a Second About Your Podcast with two dudes. Today, two dudes and a lady. And um, we're here to talk about, I don't know, the, the middle third of this abomination of a season. Um, Billy Joel is back. He's been gracious enough to uh, to come back in here in studio. And uh, if we have the time, he's got another new song, which is, the last one was good. This one's even better. So... Hopefully we, we get to it and crossing my fingers. But let's uh, talk about the important stuff first with all respect to Mr. William Martin Joel. Um, let's talk about this season so far. Uh, our goober automaton, uh, Ari Lewandyke Jr., uh, who has embarrassed his father in so many ways. <laughs> um, first, you know, we'll start off with all the, the Seth and Philip culpas uh, for the being so erratic with this. Um, uh, we've just been busy. I've been in Minneapolis, as some of you may know. Um, and Phil and Courtney are going tomorrow to Africa. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're only going to reenact The Lion King. Yes. Phil's going to lift me up over a cliff. Yeah, but hang on to her. I guess that's kind of what Rafiki did with Simba. Yeah. He didn't drop him or anything. Well, you have to check out the director's cut. <laughs> it's, a much, <laughs> it's a much darker movie. With all the uh, little... Um, like sex things that's so, so, uh messages they put in there yeah but that's a website that i'll just link on the facebook page Sorry. um so apologies for that if uh, we were saying earlier if there was a season for which uh we were going to miss uh whole chunks of time with the podcast uh you couldn't pick a better one than this one yeah it's totally totally true uh and not just because we're justifying how erratic our, our podcasting has been uh but ari is uh one of the most boring TV personalities in recent memory. Do you think he's more boring than Ben? Absolutely. Ben Higgins? You do? Oh, of course. You guys are you're crazy. We're not crazy. Courtney, why, why did, uh, why, how do you think Ben Higgins stacks up against Ari? Um, I feel like you knew from like the third episode who Ben was going to pick. He was completely obsessed with Lauren B. Uh, mm, interesting parallel. Yeah. Who looks exactly mm. like this Lauren B. But um, for Ari's season, I have been surprised who he sent home. Like, I would have bet all my chips on Chelsea going all the way to the end. And that obviously didn't happen. So I, I think he's keeping us on our toes a little bit, even though his personality is boring, which I predicted. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think that was a real tough prediction. Yeah. Maybe it's not a prediction, but... Um, That's even money in Vegas. <laughs> I do remember him being really boring from Emily's season. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm not surprised, but I do not think that he is more boring than Ben Higgins, which was really funny because I was listening to... Sorry, I'm going on and on, no, but please. I was listening to... Yeah, Corny, that's our thing, <laughs> if you don't mind. To ben Higgins has a podcast with Ashley I, and this is an older episode, but he had Nick Vile on, and Ben and Nick were talking about how boring Ari was, and if mm. there's anything <laughs> that is, like, real irony, I think that's probably it. Uh, yeah, I think... Something I wanted to talk about, and, and you know, and you thank you for, for bringing it up, is um, don't confuse uh, Ari's uh, inability to sort of be consistent with him being like spontaneous or interesting. Because right. one thing I wanted to, you know, and this is a good way to segue into it. Um, uh, and once I, I'm going to segue over to the wall, and then I'm going to come right back. Um, that's 
Just it yeah, tricks, it's a pretty it, cool scooter you got it there. Tr- it, it tricks the Fitbit into getting the steps. Smart. Um, everybody loses. But the the thing that about the season, it's it's been terrible. And also, as you said, Chelsea. Um, so here we are. And I think what we'll kind of do as we, we talk about this podcast over the next four or five hours is run through <laughs> the uh, eight ladies, I think, that were left uh, starting last night's episode. And yeah. the fact that it's... It's been. If you made a prediction at the beginning of the season, and we'll just a spoiler alert. Uh, our our four for hometowns. Uh, we have uh, 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 Minnesota Becca. We have. Oh yeah. We have uh, Lauren B. Lauren B. Because um, she be quiet all the time. Um, and uh, Tia, poor man's, uh, poor man's Raven, and that poor man is Ari, and uh, and Kendall. And if you had those, those because she's, she's stuffed, she's like a t- like taxidermy. Um, if you had those four ladies in your bracket to start as your final four, I think then you go to Vegas and you're making a lot of money. Because I think the show, you know, I don't think it's the show deliberately throwing us off and being clever when they start. And it's Chelsea and it's uh, uh, Crystal, um, mm-hmm. who we won't talk much about, but I'll just say this right out of the gate. She reminded me of Gollum. And... Uh, cross that one off the list, and um, and Chelsea and and uh, Mikkel too. I thought you know she had that big yeah. introduction. So long story to say, uh, man, I have no. And if we talked last week, I was saying this to you, and I, and I am talking to people at, at work, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? I have no idea who he likes, who the favorites are. It's one thing to be uh, surprising; it's another thing to kind of have no like basis of consistency. Um, and to have a sense of who this person is, because I, I don't think he really even has. He, just, he says he follows his heart. I don't think he has. A, he has got a heart. He's got some sort of CPU in there, or uh, just an engine and, and, and pistons and spark plugs. No, I think he's uh, he's both confused <laughs> uh, internally and confusing externally. Um, like I, like you said, like if we if we talked about where we where we kind of saw these uh, these women starting off at the start of the season. I don't know if any of these ones would have been would have been making it this far, certainly mm-hmm. not the final uh, the final four that I I would have anticipated. Yeah, I um, think I had uh, Minnesota Becca in there just so I could uh, do the accent, you know. Uh, <laughs> she was just a sentimental favorite, you know, don't you know? Uh, now that well, I've that's been to a, that's now, a great accent you got there, Seth. And now that I spent 3 days in Minneapolis, uh, I have mastered it. So after this, we can go get a bagel. Just, just, <laughs> just the way Courtney likes. Yeah, Seth, that was that was some top notch Midwestery. Don't yeah, you yeah. don't you don't you dare say pop. Um, it's like that time I called the yeah yeah yes the yeah yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still getting over it. Um. So yeah. So he's just been been all over the place, and and that to me is not interest more interesting than Ben Higgins. When they showed Ben Higgins on the uh, Winter Games preview last night. I don't know if you stuck around for that. Yeah, it was like a returning hero. Uh, well, and he would... he had so much. I, mean, I think they showed him crying on the preview last night. Yeah, because right? his his tear ducts work. Right. He, I mean, he was showing actual emotion, and and uh, I don't know. It's it. I never would have expected that uh, the folks at the at the Bachelor could make me yearn for the emotional mm-hmm. range of Ben Higgins, but here we are. Yeah, they, they uh, so they so good for them. Possible. Yeah, they, they really surprised me. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So, so Courtney, uh, you uh, this is your first time with us this season. So let's just get let's just do a check in. 
take the temperature, overall feelings, other than you think that Ari is interesting for some reason? I don't think he's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You've been I'll a big Ari proponent. But I, I do think that Ben Higgins was his season was more boring. Um, overall, you want to plug I, his podcast again? Just go for it. You know, I will say uh, it's called Almost Famous, Jesus. and it has made me look at Ashley I in a different light. Like I thought she was the darkness. I hope horribly annoying, Sorry. but mean. Um, the more I listen to the podcast, she seems like um, a really authentic person. Well, so much, I, yeah. I appreciate her a little bit more. Much like myself, she has a, a face for podcasting. <laughs> Which just means um, that you can't see her crying all the time. So, I will say that I think Ari was really lucky. All of the ladies this season were like exceptionally beautiful. Um which, I mean, usually they are, but I every time one of them comes on the TV, I'm like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. Oh, my God, her That's clothes true. are great. Um, mm. And I like all of them more than I like Ari, obviously, except for mm-hmm. Lauren B. So I'm excited that he likes her. I would yeah. like him to pick um, someone that's kind of lame. Yep. Well, he's, um, he's found the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, lame Lauren. Which I wish they – I am because he's feeling this way, I was actually a little surprised that they don't show many of her good moments, but maybe she doesn't really have any. <laughs> yeah, I think they picked the, the best of the best. Yeah. Just not that good. That's a tough job for the editor. I mean... I mean, all she said uh, last episode was wow for, I think, a 12-hour date. <laughs> maybe that works because she can yeah. say wow and he can be like, mm, I love that. I love that. Well, I... <laughs> Um, I was I was, ta- I was telling you guys off air that I I watched last night's episode at a at a bar at a live viewing party and there was uh there were six of us um, and it was great um, and I will say I wonder um, if this was a year ago and it's Nick Viles season I bet you that bar basement is packed with people I think you could just measure it by that because um, because what a shame what a disappointment this has been um yeah but that's just a sidebar and i'll i'll check the tapes their security cam from this bar from last year and see how full it was but it mean, could also be because ari is kind of a deep cut and you, i mean i guess nick was kind of even though he was on bachelor in paradise but like usually they choose someone that's more fresh in your mind and who you right. have an emotional connection oh, to sure. and that's part Ari of it. hasn't given people also... an emotional connection no. in a long time. <laughs> no, his only emotional connection was trying to uh, fix that sports car in Paris when he got under the hood. Um, and he wanted to elope with that car. Uh, yeah, what, but... a, what a beautiful <laughs> metaphor for this whole season that was. <laughs> but he uh, at, at the bar, they had the audio was on, thankfully, but also the closed captioning. And... If you think like their conversation between uh, Ari and Lauren is is awful when you can hear it, when you, see, <laughs> when you see the transcription, it really drives it home because it is just every he says something, he points something out, uh, and then she it just yeah. Seth, yeah. can I can I say while we're while yeah. we're on the subject of Lauren B? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that she wins. It, it seems that way now. It's going to be hard for I him. I just, to... like, don't see how it goes any other way. Like, he uh, is less articulate around her than, than <laughs> any any of the other contestants. I yeah. think only because he finds her really, really attractive. Right. Blonde. Uh, he loves blonde. blonde. Yeah, he has a right. type. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but they are, as Courtney uh, started to say before, equally boring, e- yes. equally uh, lacking in personality. Uh, and so I like all the other women who are left a lot more than I like Lauren B. So I, right. uh, I'm just hoping none of them get uh, get stuck moving to Scottsdale to to live the life of uh, the spouse of a of a high end real estate agent. That's why I thought that Chelsea would win because she also was super boring and didn't yes. have a personality. Yeah, when she was with him, but like you would see mm. glimpses of her kind of being a little bit snarky uh, to the audience, which mm-hmm. I kind of liked, and she was a little bit aggressive. So she was, like, giving us something. Yeah. But overall, not a big personality. And so I was like, oh, that's why she, she's going to win because they're both the same amount of boring. Yeah, I thought a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, okay, it, it seems like a good match. Like, she's a little bit more mature, and Ari wears cardigans. <laughs> and he gets up with his son, and he stares at landscapes, um, and just sort he of wears Converse, ponders. Though, so that's how you know he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, he's like a cool dad. Cool dad. Yeah. Cool dad. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, oh yeah, you know what, Chelsea? That's a great candidate to just settle for Ari, because she's as a kid, and she's just looking to have have something, anything, and they'll probably get along just fine. It didn't work, and then it was like, what's going on? But now Lauren B, it seems obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, I said, it just it just makes sense now when, when you look at it. Now, again, next week, who knows? She'll go home first, and Ari will keep us guessing, and he's going to end up with, with Kendall somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, right now, it does seem it's inevitable. Those two boring people will live in a, the most boring city in America um, and then just get into their, like, chambers at night and sleep upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, I want to say, like... I think last night uh, Jacqueline really gave me the 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 lens that I'm trying to like view the rest of the season through. Uh-huh. Uh, as she was as she was uh, removing herself from the game, mm-hmm. she crafted uh, that lens. Journey, Phil. She was oh, le- sorry. sorry. She was not mo- She was removing herself from the journey. Love is a battlefield. Mm-hmm. As she was taking herself off the battlefield, mm-hmm. uh, waving the white and flag, she, and she goes to to Ari's room and and said um, something to the to the uh in the in the lines of like i'm worried that one day i'll wake up married to you in scottsdale and and wonder how i got here yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know i i'm trying to look at every every one of the women who's who's left uh through the through the lens of which one of them is going to be psyched to end up married to ari in scottsdale yep uh because uh, we know it wasn't we know it wasn't jacqueline and i don't think it's uh becca from minnesota don't you know uh, oh yeah uh, Oh fuck yeah, bud! It, I'd say all right. So we'll go through Wait, that. Is that a British accent? No, that was that was Midwest. That was a uh, hello. Real North. Don't you know? Oh like fuck the U? yeah, bud! Oh, top what, of the morning. What are you saying in in non Midwest? Oh Midwestern? fuck yeah, bud! What? Oh, I thought you were saying fuck your bird. <laughs> you and your bird. Fuck your bird. Back of the line. Uh. But uh, that's a great point, Phil. And uh, Lauren, I think, would be very happy to be uh, almost at. Well, no, she didn't seem doesn't happy seem happy in Europe. I'll tell you that much. Just seem happy anywhere. She, yeah. it just Maybe seems Florida. Very yeah, just just in, <laughs> probably in Scottsdale because she likes uh, just like being out in hot weather, but just in like water. So yeah. she's a desert person. Um, it was funny last week talking to to Tia, right? I think about her physical therapy, 
she mostly works with with uh, older patients. And Ari was right. like, "Well, you're in luck in Scottsdale because they're all got one foot in the grave, and I probably sold them that grave." <laughs> high end, high end real high estate, end, high end graveyard sales. Yeah. That's big business. So, and I'll I'll say just going back to to Becca K. Yes, from from Minnesota Becca. for for a moment. Uh, what what scares me for her sake is that I don't think she. I think she's just a generally happy person. And so she'd be like, oh, yeah, Scott Steele sounds great. Uh, not realizing that she's like punching uh, way below her, her weight in terms of like the quality of life that she deserves as a person. Uh, yeah. And again, I've, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I've been to Minneapolis and it is a pretty righteous town. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's just living, living the, the fast life, getting that getting that Jimmy John's in Minneapolis. Yeah, and uh, that Target corporate office. She's got it's right there the office. It's Jimmy John's adjacent. Target Field, Target Center, uh, <laughs> U.S. Bank Stadium, and then the uh, Minnesota Wild. Just a little bit of uh, trivia for you: they actually play over in St. Paul, across the Mississippi, huh. at the XL Energy Center. So they have different arenas for basketball and hockey. So you don't see that often. You don't see that often, and, and, I, and I don't know. It seems like a waste of money to some extent, but. Um, I, I, the Minnesota, the Minnesotians, they, they love their hockey, eh? So, which is the same thing as Canada, apparently. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about, uh, these ladies. So I feel like we, we talked about, um, uh, uh, wait, what's her name? Rachel? Lauren? No. no. Who's, who's Becca? The, Becca, Becca K? No, there's Becca, Becca. Well, let's start with Becca K. Thank you. Again. Yeah. I've, she's had two one-on-ones. That's right. Uh, yeah, the first one is creepy. Well, they're all yeah. They're all they're the first all creepy. One was creepy. Days, <laughs> thank you. That's reminding me of what I want to write down for later. HR complaints. Okay. Um, she's had two dates and they've been both been creepy. And I know the first one he like dressed her up, which seems to be a theme with him too. Um, yeah, I think he likes to. He wants someone to take care of, mm-hmm. which is why Again, I think he's Lauren, drawn to Lauren, Lauren B. Because he's got to like, like, pick her yeah, up. He, exactly. Yeah. Not Ken Dahl. Um, so I would say I have, I have Becca Bekak of Minneapolis, Minnesota. She's in the bottom top four or bottom four, I guess. It's funny how you look at it. Right. I have no like really recollection, like strong feelings from any of their dates. They've just been like, they've just been there. They've been the first date in the episode both times. Um, they seem fine. Who knows? Maybe she'll win the whole thing. It's just there. There's just nothing interesting or like memorable about any any of their interactions. I feel like the most memorable thing for me was when she walked out at this most recent date out of the hotel that they were staying at, and her dress was just like so dramatic and beautiful in the wind. It was yeah. a really stunning moment. For it was her. a beautiful dress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was really happy that had she like had a, got to have that a print on it. It's like light color. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, she it was looked beautiful great. Dress. She um. He was the one who he said, you look great in yoga pants. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, earlier right. on. Yeah. That yeah, was a real episode. disgusting moment. Um, I, uh, I still like her. I just don't like her with him. Like she, no. she to me, like, uh, exudes personality. Like yeah. I think she would be a great, um, she'd be a great bachelorette. Yeah. I like her a lot. Um, I think okay. she, she's like really energetic, like kind of, kind of magnetic flirty. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, checks a lot of the boxes in terms of, uh, 
the stuff that makes someone an appealing lead. She's uh, the only one that doesn't feel like a caricature of themselves. Like she actually mm, seems yeah. like a real person. That perhaps she's not wearing a mask. Uh, oh. oh, Phil, you remember? Mm, uh, I love that. You remember the the toys and the cartoon mask? Uh, vaguely. Yeah, they're like transformers, but they're just they're cars that transform into like a better car with more guns. Um. Yeah, I think I kind of remember that. They were the best. We ever talked. They're making a, a new movie of that. So. Oh, well, that's good. So just I'm glad that they're making that instead of a, another mask movie like with Jim Carrey. Sure, or the one with Eric Stoltz. If you know that one. <laughs> yeah, so, or that one. I don't know if that one if that one's due for an update. Um, yeah, Becca, Becca Kate. She from the start, she was one who seemed like most one of the most normal people, which. Usually is like a death knell and a, and a, a, a bad indication of their success. So right. um, we'll see how they do at hometowns. Um, Jacqueline, was, I was trying to think of her name before and it escapes me. Um, you'd mentioned her being a lens crafter. Uh, <laughs> she, to me, uh, uh, exudes another thing that, uh, as opposed to the masks element that we talked about, again, not the extolts, mm-hmm. sort of the, the Stockholm syndrome um, effect that you see sometimes. Um, uh, where these the the like women are basically uh, held captive by the show, and so they are just in their heads constantly, and and like almost forced to fall for this boring yeah. ass guy. When she's yeah. constantly on the verge of tears and uh, and misty eyed, and talking about being factuated with Ari, I'm like, this, this guy. Same <laughs> is there a, she- is there another one? This whole season, she was like Anne from Arrested Development to me. Yeah, because because you're just like who, her? Her? her, but and then so when she had when she went and knocked on his door this episode, I was like, I don't even care because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about you really except no. for that one date that you had because we didn't even see you. Yeah, she just she showed up. I kept thinking like going through like even the pics. Uh, for the bachelor bracket, I kept being like, "She's still there." Have yeah. you seen her? I read. Uh, I read somewhere. Here he is. That uh, that <laughs> that no, Jacqueline was getting like the same edit as like uh, Adam or or Matt from Rachel's season. Yeah, where like there there was like a deep relationship between these people, but none of it made it to uh, to the edit that we saw, and I think that that's probably. Right, but again, like, good for Jacqueline for getting the hell out of there because uh, anyone who's talking about you continuing your education as an obstacle, I mean, I don't know what the university systems are like in Scottsdale. Well, they're, but... they're all online, so it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> so she could do it anyway. Right, it's the it's the lesser known uh, counterpart to University yeah. of Phoenix. Well, she doesn't university want to move from New York of, of Scottsdale online. online. <laughs> Yeah, no one wants to leave New York. Who would leave New York? Yeah, uh, we that's, would, but that's a crazy not to idea. Scottsdale. Yeah, no. you don't leave New York to go to a shithole like Scottsdale. So <laughs> you you yeah. go for, north three hours for the yeah. for the natural beauty of Providence. It's like well, it's not it's not Boston. It's not like it's it's near Boston. Like, sure. it's two hours. It's Boston, Boston adjacent. It's, it's yeah. You can be in Boston in traffic in four hours. So. <laughs> um. But good on her for, for getting out of there. Uh, oh, did you think the week before, this is something that that stuck with me, and it bothered me. They were in Paris. They went on a date, and they went to this uh, – this is very similar to the, to the 
Minneapolis or Minnesota Becca thing. They went to a uh, boutique and he got her a new black dress. They're talking about uh, yeah, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah, uh, and I, I I quite liked the floral dress she was wearing. And then she got this black number, and mm-hmm. then he like was just like I fucking her the whole time after that dress. And it's just one of the many times where I think I had a right just gross and awful um, and made me deeply uncomfortable. Um, do you know the, the movie Mars Attacks? Yes. You know, there was, uh, there was that year when there was, a, there was a, a Dante's Peak and Volcano. Right. And then you had uh, <laughs> Deep Impact and uh, the other one. Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. And then you had Independence Day and Mars Attacks. Yeah. So, yeah. I know Mars attacks. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I look at Jacqueline's hair and and <laughs> yeah. think that she might have <laughs> yeah might have been like yeah, one good. of the aliens from Mars attacks. Yeah, she's got a and lot going not, on I'm there. Trying, she just has amazing nope. volume, almost too beautiful much. volume. Yeah. It's it's almost Deborah Messing esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's not. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm hyperbolizing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Courtney said Peggy Bundy. Peggy Bundy. It could be. It could be sentient. Um, and and what must the people in Paris? Now we're skipping back to Paris. And I just kind of had to say this, as, as you know, I've, I've been to Paris. I'm a regular visitor of the region. Sure. Um, love culture. That's the, that's the Minneapolis of uh, France. Yeah, culture is one of my most favorite things. Um, what must and in Tuscany too? That family. Like, what must they think of Ari? This like it's. I felt so bad for America. Not that we're doing so well otherwise. Um, <laughs> Um, this toadstool. I don't know. You know, I think so. If if in the United States, Ari is a C list celebrity, mm-hmm. a D list celebrity. Let's say let's say he's a C list celebrity. I think probably in in Europe, he's probably like a B list celebrity mm-hmm. because oh. F one racing is much bigger there. And not that he ever did that, but his father right. was was a well known F one racer. Right. So well, he so might I be even more well known as someone who sucks. Possibly, but you know that he probably. I think he gets like bumped up one notch on the celebrity scale. Okay. <laughs> I just see him going up to a like a cafe in 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 Paris and just saying, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll have a hot dog." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no hot dog, uh, fromage," and like, <laughs> "Cool, cool, I love that, I love that." Um, I'll have a hot dog. Maybe like no hot dog, no hot for much. And then he'll be like, "I love that. Uh, that's amazing." Hot, hot dog, and then hours, and then hours later, maybe he'd finally tired himself out. Um, Seth, you weren't kidding when you said culture is one of your things. It's a top three thing. Um, <laughs> culture, museums, and art. Those are sort of yeah. my top three things. No wonder I love the uh, the Bachelor so much. Um, <laughs> let's. Go ahead uh, to um, CN, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, I don't have much, to, it's just weird. His whole relationship with her is based off the fact that he knows that she's uh, smarter, which isn't saying much, but that she's smart. Uh, and he's right. like, he just says, you're so... Overall, too good for him. You're so logical. And it's like, that's just his code for being like, I can't compete with you on any level. Right. Well, maybe if, if they had a racing date, he would be able to beat her. Possibly. I kind of think he kept her around because to him, she was on his level. And then he was like, in his mind, she was on his level. 
And then he was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> too, too close. Like I need someone, I need someone that I can like, really I can mold, mold and train. So you gotta go. Uh, I just think that he was like, sort of, you know, thought this was cool to be dating a smart girl. And, right. Uh, I've never done this before. Yeah, yeah. It'd be fun to audit well, I don't know. that. Emily and... Maynard smart? She seems smart. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure she's smart in some ways. She's not like, <laughs> you know, a scientist. Not in car ways. She, she's like, <laughs> you know, she's an intelligent woman who can have a conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah so she was smart, smart yeah, enough. Yeah, way out of his league. She wasn't like a, like, she wasn't ditzy or sure. like, she wasn't a crystal. Mm. <laughs> Gollum-esque. Um, yeah, Ari is the kind of guy that he would get like lost in his cardigan. Like just, <laughs> you could see him just just getting tangled up for hours in there. So, um, you know, I I don't have much um, uh, much of an expectation for success uh, for Cien and, and Ari. Cien is is another one of those that uh, I'm I'm grateful that she, even though it wasn't of her her own choosing, I'm grateful that she got out when she did. Yeah, me too. I wish we got to know her a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. Uh, I will say, however, yeah. CN's date uh, looked like the most fun date of any of them uh, from this episode. I agree. Those strangers saved her. Oh. There was like the truffle hunting dogs and uh, all the like the big Italian family and they got to like make their own pasta and stuff. That looks mm-hmm. pretty cool. I'd be into that. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, Alora. Um, if you guys see Master of None, you'll know. Um, it, it was it seemed super weird though to be. It was like this is the best you get. This this family, I don't know. Um, where's oh uh, uh, Peter and Rachel's uh, wine uh, cabinet? Oh yeah, their private like, wine cellar. Like, oh, right. Their cellar. That was that in Italy or that was in Spain? Uh, I think that was. Yeah. In, I think it was in Spain. I think, I think it was in it, Spain. Yeah, I think it was okay. Spain. All right. That's still a, a, a burning question for me is what's going on with their uh, – who got the um, who got the keys? Who got custody of the wine? We should, we should ask. We should, we should uh, slide into their DMs. Okay. Well, listen, uh, Peter or Rachel, if you are uh, watching right now and you just want to you know, shoot us a DM or whatever, uh, let us know the, the status of your wine cellar in Old España. I hope Peter got custody of that. It's the least you could do. Yeah, I mean, Ra- Rachel's uh, getting married to that asshole. and. But you know what, though? He also got Rachel's heart. I maintain it. Wait, who are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up where the wine cellar is, and then I didn't find anything. <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, Brian got Rachel's body, but oh. I think and? Peter got her heart. Oh, Brian also got that ugly ass watch too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and mom. Yeah, so Peter's uh-huh. doing all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Um, I got nothing to say. <laughs> I think we said all we need to say about about Lauren. Uh, but please, if you have more to say, because you know she won't say it. I uh, I don't have anything more to say about Lauren. No. I can't wait until she's off my television. Yeah, although if she did say, I think. Uh, Oh, Peter, uh, uh, Ari said something. It's like, I like about you is like, you, you always think before you speak or you're careful what you say. And I was like, no, no, no. She just can't speak. Oh, hey, remember, we should, uh, remember during their one-on-one date. Uh, Probably not. And and Lauren 
says that she's falling she's falling for him yes. i can't remember if she even said i love i'm falling in love with you or just, not. yeah uh and then ari walked away for like mm-hmm. three minutes mm-hmm. i feel like if someone was telling me i i that they love me and then i walked away like i wouldn't be sending them a very positive signal I right. think it's speculation that he was asking producers if he can express <laughs> how he's feeling and then come back and do it because oh. I don't think otherwise he would have said, I'm falling madly in love with you. Oh, I guess he never read the rules. Without permission. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But you're right. right so well, that's in the words of, uh, I think, George Costanza or Jerry Seinfeld. That's a pretty, pretty big matzo ball hanging out there. So for him yeah. to leave her hanging like that. But I think I think Courtney's onto something where he he went and asked for permission, mm-hmm. uh, only because uh, there's no way he read any of the rules beforehand, and so it probably took them a while to like explain it to him. Yes, yeah, oh, hours perhaps. Like all the drawings that they had to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I get out the, get out the Chrysler's. Yeah. Uh, they had to get um, someone's child to explain it to him. Yeah. So, but so far, yeah. Now it seems like they're just—it's a perfect match. Lauren said, "Did I? You know, maybe I said too much." And it was like, "No, never, <laughs> never in your life have you said too much." Uh, so let's get—I think—to the 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 heart of this episode and probably the the most exciting thing that's that's happening in a few weeks because um, we had, I guess, a, a, a three-on-one with. Uh, Tia, Kendall, and Baka M. And um, for me, the season so far has the the big story. There's two big stories. One is is that Ari is uh, is a dud, yep. and two is um, that that Becca M. Um, is she's young, but she's sort of like kind of stolen the season. And I think she's been 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 carrying it to some extent. It's been more about her and her relationship with. Uh, Ari, the women, and the cameras. So we had uh, three women, two roses, two hometowns up for grab, and you know, and the question was going to be, you know, is this going to be? Is he going to make the commitment to, to Becca, even though it's he's clearly like concerned about her age? Yeah. And uh, or is he going to be like cut, cut and run because he's concerned about her age? Is it or or could he? We'll see. So yeah, so that to me was the only thing. It was finally like, oh, this is. Uh, this is kind of exciting, and you know, there was a re- of the four people in the room plus myself. It was quite the reaction. <laughs> uh, in in terms of letting letting Becca M go. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So he gave uh, Kendall the. Who did he give the first rose to? Yeah, that went to Kendall, Kendall. right? Which was she's yeah. coming on strong, and then it was unsure if like her her uh, conquering or outlasting uh, Crystal last week was a function of Crystal just shooting herself in the foot or was it actually like Kendall making, making a real show of it and sort of winning Ari over. Um, it seemed like it was more about crystal than Kendall, but maybe this is an indication that perhaps, um, she has made a good impression on him and, and he thinks there's, there's something there. Um, so and I'll say Ken- Kendall overall has been the, the woman on the show who has like risen the most in, in my eyes from, yeah. from the first couple episodes that were very, uh, taxidermy focused yes uh and you know she you could tell that they were trying to to box her into like this quirky weirdo edit right um and she actually i mean we saw this in her interaction with crystal on the two-on-one date uh she's very insightful uh thoughtful. very thoughtful yep yep um 
a much more interesting and, and real person than I thought we were going to see um, based on the first couple of episodes. So so good for her for, for not letting them uh, kind of right. fence her in. It just goes to show, though, when The Bachelor like uh, succeeds, it actually fails because they, <laughs> they, they slotted uh, Kendall into the like crazy kooky chicken lady slot and then right. she turned out to be like the most down-to-earth uh, like logical, pragmatic person on this whole season. I love Kendall, so, and possibly psychic. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Kendall, Kendall is one of the women who on um, this season uh, who every time she's on the screen, Courtney says she's so beautiful. She mm. is. She's stunning. That's what you used to say about me. Well, oh. I still do, and especially now that you have all of this facial hair. Yes, all this facial hair. Stunning. I've been I've been saving it for years, and finally I have enough. <laughs> Something like a beard. Uh, I'll throw up a photo for the viewers, just like with, with with Courtney's hair. I should say, and uh, Billy Joel uh, is here. He's ready to go. He's doing vocal exercises. He's having the the, the tea with a lemon. Um, we're gonna try to. We, I think we're gonna be all right, Billy. So thank you. Um, what were your thoughts going into this uh, Tia versus uh, Baka showdown? I was. I was a little disappointed in Tia. Um, like, I know that she, I, I feel like that situation is probably really stressful and, and you have all these thoughts running through your head and um, probably a little jet lagged. Um, but I was disappointed that she would start talking about Becca just because it didn't seem like that was part of her personality is to kind of throw somebody else under the bus to, to kind of rise to the top um and i understand she kind of framed it as you know i care about ari and he needs to know this but it's also something that like is already being talked about like how young she is it's not like something new for ari to learn um Mm -hmm. about becca so i was kind of bummed about that but there's i'm also curious about the preview that they show um, they showed it at the beginning where somebody with a Southern accent comes in and is like, I'm here to save my girl. So I have to assume that's Tia's ex now that we know the, the top four. Or it could, be, it could be Raven. Oh, maybe. It could be Raven with like a, a what is it, a talkback? A, de- a deluxe talkboy? Oh, yeah. talk Was it a talkboy? Like from Home Alone too, Lost in New York? Yeah. What's Hi, up with the Home Alone Lost in New York? Early. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tia has a... A Talkboy or Talkboy Deluxe, and she's throwing her voice <laughs> with a, vocal, a voice modulator. Um, uh, yeah, so for you, know, my thoughts were this for so for Becca, and she's been been very polarizing uh, this whole season. But I've you know, I, and I know some people disagree with me, but I, I've liked her just because I think she has um, played within like the spirit of this game and the rules, and she's I taken a, a this dummy. And he's made him. Uh, she's made him fall in love with her, and she's worn uh, this mask, uh, and she's played this persona because I think she is. She's a you know babysitter slash uh, uh, rock climber, which, as Phil mentioned, she's placed uh, slash perhaps actress. I do recommend everyone takes a deep dive on her Instagram. Um, <laughs> I think it's she's a, got a lot of different looks. A lot of different looks, exactly. Which is why when they did the uh, at Moulin Rouge. Uh, last week, which was a terrible like excuse for Ari to get a look at these girls in a thong. Yeah, um, that was a, gross. It was awful. Um, but she was fantastic up there in in the wig, and she's very you know theatrical and comfortable like that. And 
Um, I think she just has had this show wrapped around her finger. I uh, also really like her. This whole time. So, you know, whether or not I, I respect that and I'm, I'm impressed by, by her talents. Um, but I think Ari maybe was like, I can't go meet these, this girl's parents. It's going to be right. He was like, I want to get the fantasy suite. There's a way to, to skip over. <laughs> and if he was Nick Vile, he would have figured it out. Yeah, that's uh, true. But he's 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 too dumb uh, and weak to have have forced the issue like a real man. I think he's probably hit a little a little too close to his past, where he would go hook up with sorority girls. Uh-huh. He's like, nope, right? I've been here. He's got, he's, he's <laughs> got, got in trouble. He's got in too much trouble. Abort. Yeah. Yeah. Hot water. I can't I can't have all this video evidence. <laughs> right. Yeah. I also really like Becca M though. I was sad to see her go. Um, but I I'm, I'm excited and hopeful that she'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. I yeah. she kinda reminds me of a couple of friends that I have and I know like like you said, she's super polarizing po- polar she's super pol- polar- I was say, she's polarizing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm the, one of the ones that loves her. Yeah, and I, I wish that I, I had a different take, but I think she's great, and yeah. she's one of those people that's uh, that's tailor made for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, um, I think I think part of what people find so polarizing about her is that she's a a 22 year old who still hasn't gotten to that age where you realize that you don't actually have all this shit figured out. Right. Uh, so she's very she's very confident. Uh, and she also seems wise for her age. Yep. Uh, so I think that that grates on people. Yeah. Um, but you know, like more more power to her. She's yeah. been uh, great to have on the show. Um, I've I've liked seeing uh, seeing her kind of take the take the lead in in the relationship with Ari and kind of put him in his place a little bit. I love it. Uh, she's really like flipped flipped the the table on him. Um, in terms of like putting herself in a position of power, even though, uh, you know, if you were to, to say who has more power, it would be Ari in this position. Mm-hmm. So I, have, I hope we see more of her. Yeah, me too. I have to assume that if you don't like her, that you're probably like a little jealous of her just because she's like so mm-hmm. perfectly cute. Yeah. Um, and she dresses well and she's interesting. And so and she got short hair. I don't know if you noticed. She's got a pixie cut. She yeah. can pull it off. Like, yeah. like she's you know, a little bit of an, an, an MPG. If you're Maddie hating out girl. there, I know. Yeah. If you're hating on her out there, like take a good look inside. Yeah. Maybe you have some, some work to do to bring yeah. out your own Becca. Yeah. Go inside and... the house and find a mirror. <laughs> Yeah. Go to get an X-ray machine <laughs> and see. And I guess she doesn't. I never realized it. Wear much makeup, uh, which is also very different. And yeah. until she cried, and you realized she was wearing eyeliner, or else there was like a eyes single were, black eyes were bleeding. tear that rolled down her <laughs> yeah. cheek, and it looked so ominous. If you maybe it's just like Ari though, just filled with with motor oil. Uh, <laughs> she she does look. Uh, she's young and cute. But then sometimes she looks like. Uh, um, Finn Wolfhard, who plays uh, uh, Mike on uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> so I find that a little bit. Because I like Freckles, but then I'll be like, you do look like that 14-year-old boy who always whining about 11. So She'd be yeah. a good Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right, because she's, yeah. yeah too young. And so would Ari, too, though. Well, no, he's getting old. He wears cardigans. 
He's got too much of that salt and pepper. Yeah, it seems like he's going a little bit grayer as season goes on, right? Yeah. yeah. A little bit like Well, Peter, you, right? it's like the presidency. Exactly, yeah. He's <laughs> been stressed it ages, out. It ages you horribly, especially in your first season as the lead. Uh, not talking to him. Uh, not, not talking to, to Lauren B. Just, just, just pointing things out, which, as you know, so one of one of the girls at this uh, uh, live viewing last night, she did say this. She said when I was early twenties, at some point in my life, someone told her that uh, the mark of a bad relationship is if like all you do is comment on things, like you don't have, which is exactly uh, Ari and Lauren B. Of course, yeah. In this respect, though, it's a perfect relationship. Yeah. He's, that's he's an interesting it, observation from from your uh, the person at your viewing party. They were great, um, and you know, I guess it's, he just wants someone to come to Scottsdale and sit there and play with his dogs. And and he, he talked, you know, he had that moment of, of uh, an epiphany at his brother's wedding. Um, <laughs> which he keeps talking about, and it's like, what happened to you? What glitch happened in your system, buddy? <laughs> Picture him standing at like the candy bar, filling this <laughs> sack with candy, <laughs> having this epiphany. Just stuffing more of a hot fudge in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and his dad just looking at him so ashamed. Because <laughs> he wore because uh, he wore a cardigan to a wedding. <laughs> I was one thing that I did want to say about uh, the way that Tia kind of. Uh, conducted herself on the, the three-on-one date. While I was disappointed that she kind of threw Becca under the bus, mm-hmm. strategically a brilliant move if you're trying to get farther in this or would that be a, would that be a tactic? Yes. We'll leave that for debate. Uh, yeah. But it's either, risky. It is. Well, usually it's you, you talk about That'll someone else you and not home. yourself. That's usually a cardinal sin. That's like making yeah. risotto, uh, as we all know. But I guess in, the, in this case, because he was... <laughs> That was feeding probably his own sort of concerns about about Becca right. and, and right because so I agree and I we said this I think in the the previous pod this season you, the the death knell is is usually if you talk about someone else during your one on one time with yep. with the lead um, but because she knew that Ari was concerned about Becca's age yeah and um, I think it was like late enough in the season where he was he really has to make some tough choices. Like, I think that that was her thumb on the scale Mm -hmm. a bit. At this point, like she's established herself as like kind of a, a savvy, um, like an, and, and mature, uh, bachelor contestant. I think I said like, she's a, she's a good business match for our student of the game. Student of the game. Yeah. She got, she, again, she got, um, some tutoring, I'm sure from one of the best, um, Raven. And so she's, she wants to stay and she knew how to push it without, being like crazy about it um but courtney i think it's a good i hadn't actually even considered that it was risky i think because it paid off for her Mm -hmm. but you are right like it generally uh, i thought it was it's uh, a risky i was with you courtney at the the time but again i just think he that ari was was, no 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 and i think normally that's right but i think ari was just so paranoid and and uh worried about the, the, the optics much like the optics of having the oj trial uh, in in the Brentwood area or Santa Monica, as opposed to having it in downtown LA, which is where they have it, which ultimately was a mistake. Um, and and did not for he, him, you know. I, I know Ari wanted to have fun with this young girl, stay up late, uh, but then he can't wake up to see the sun, which you know how much he loves looking out there and blinding himself. 
<laughs> Staring directly at the clips. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens. It seems like next week, uh, every one of these dads um, are terrifying. Wants, <laughs> r- rightly so. Uh, yeah. Threatens Ari it's, with physical violence. It's a real murderer's row of dads who uh, are protecting their, their daughters from and, an idiot. Yeah. Um, and, and as we often say on this podcast, on the show, I think no matter uh, who wins, we all lose. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess. Unless it's Lauren. If it's Lauren, then she wins. Then she. And we uh, all win. Jeez. Does her mouth even work? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. It's, it's mean. It's just the, it's always, and they, and Becca even said it last episode, that just, her lips are always just so pursed together. And every once in a while you get a, yeah. <laughs> if someone asked me. Yeah. Or as like uh, a child, or even now as an adult, to draw what someone named Lauren B looks like, <laughs> <laughs> I like couldn't come up with a better. Like I'd like to think that I would draw something that looks like this Lauren B and the other Lauren B who and the other Lauren, the other Lauren B. B. Yeah, I mean, I, I they'd think... be indistinguishable. Well, it's the same thing too. That that uh, by comparison, um, uh, to to Ari Ben Higgins looks like. Uh, some sort of swashbuckling hero, uh, right. um, and, and by comparison to this Lauren B. Lauren Lauren Bushnell, uh, looks like Madonna, or someone Ooh. who's who's fun sure. and exciting, or yeah, one, one right. of the Kardashians. <laughs> Did you guys know about this? Uh, you saw it briefly last night. Uh, so so Kendall uh, from The Bachelor uh, has mm-hmm. a twin sister uh, whose name is Kylie. Oh. oh, I didn't realize they were twins. I yeah. mean, uh, I think, was... or maybe maybe a sister. I think they're twins. Maybe a sister, though. They look they... exactly alike. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's their occupation, twins. Um, uh, let me. Well, that's uh, that's tough news for Emily and Haley. Yeah. Before um, we go, I mean, anything else? I I I'm think I'm talked out on on Ari. No, I mean nothing. Nothing springing to mind for. For me. Who are you guys thinking will be Bachelorette if that's there pretty. is one from the season? Great Thank you very much. Courtney. That's that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, who do you guys think is going to be Bachelorette if there is one from this season? Is what you I know, they haven't, ask. <laughs> they haven't really <laughs> given any of these girls the kind of edit that Rachel had. Like, remember mm-hmm. that scene where Rachel is like running down the streets of some, I don't remember what country they were in, but I we're think like, it was, oh. I think it was the United States. <laughs> Are you thinking of but, New Orleans, Berber Street? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Could have been it. <laughs> yeah, but it was in the but US. But no one so. knows, so. Oh. Well, United States, that's the one. Nobody remembers right. where she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like any of these girls are really getting that kind of screen time. But if right. I had to pick two. <laughs> well, no one's forcing you to Smart pick two, Courtney. <laughs> I had to pick four. Out of the final four, I would pick um, either Tia or Kendall, and I kind of would want it to be Kendall, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was going to actually say yeah. I think, uh, I think Tia would be, would be good, um, because she's kind of like the the Raven Junior for this season, and yeah, RJ had had Raven not not ended up with. Adam yes. on Bachelor in Paradise, you right. know, like they were teeing her up Front to right be the, No, they they were they were they were ravening her up. They'll yeah, be, they were teeing up. They were R in her up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I think, you know, T is their, their second chance at that. And then, yeah. uh, the other person, like I said earlier, I think it could be Becca K. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think she, she has a good vibe. I think she would, she would, uh, bring a good energy to the role. Hmm. Seth, what do you think? Um, if I was forced to pick one, I'm not sure that I could. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, you know, that it's got to come. Well, what from... if you had to pick two? I guess Tia and um <laughs> Kendra. I don't know Becca maybe I wonder if they would try to go with with Becca M but I I think it's going to come out of out of Nick's season or someone else uh from the veterans or maybe someone you know we'll see out of uh um also bachelor uh, uh winter games so last year about this time we knew that Rachel after took the date was Rachel was the bachelorette so we should Probably maybe find out soon. We're only a few weeks away, but and they 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 sort of jumped ahead, um, right? To let us know while she was still on the show, and that was right before hometowns, because we knew yeah. I think when when Ari uh, or Nick met her family and went to church and it and he was sort of squirming in the pews, pew 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 pew, <laughs> uh, that it wasn't going to work out. I think you're right. It's Raven would be the front runner if not for Adam Schalk, which is still head scratching. Um, I think you still have from Nick season. You have your um, your Christina. Uh, you have um, you have you have Dan- oh, yeah. you have a couple of you have a couple of Danielles. Um, yeah, you have Becca Tilly would be a good throwback from Chris Soul season. That's what I was just saying. Becca Tilly, that would be one. <laughs> I was saying before you got here, Courtney, when you were um, uh, adjusting the temperature earlier, I was saying to Phil. <laughs> the thermostat was on the fritz, and I was saying Becca Tiller would be a good one. So I wonder, yeah, any of these other ones from uh, previous seasons? I just well, have... I think I think the other thing is, you know, who knows what's going on at uh, Winter Games? Yeah. Yes. So you know, there could be someone making making a run there as could well. Could be the bibs. Yeah, oh, I don't think it's the bibs, but it might be someone from uh, Bachelor uh, Sweden, perhaps. Swing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think the ultimate goal of Bachelor Winter Games uh, is to sort of integrate these people and try to have them cross over to make it truly international, and then you get maybe um, a, a international bachelorette, or maybe down the line one of these. That the, the guy from Canada seems pretty cool, I guess, from the one teaser preview I saw. Um, but I think that's what they want to do is be able to to bring someone in. Uh, well, that way they can do Bachelor All Stars. Yeah, the whole the whole point is to do uh, like. Um, the challenge. Go ahead, Courtney. I'm sorry. I think they've had people from other countries, at least a bachelor. I didn't watch that season, but I, I'm going to look it up. You mean Juan Pablo? No. Oh. It's like some prince. But was he on another season before he was on The American Bachelor? I don't know. I didn't watch this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they've had someone who was like the the bachelorette in uh, in in Switzerland. That's a very bad season, the one in Switzerland. Seth, that was because... a very good Swiss accent, though. <laughs> well, because she refused to make any commitments. Um, every <laughs> at the end of every episode, every, everybody got a rose in each ceremony, so it ended up being very unexciting. Um, so we will, uh, yeah. Well, to me, that's unfortunate thing about this show right now. This season is the only sort of thing I'm interested in is who who's the next one, and maybe we can rebound with someone cool. I think those are. Tia's and and Kendall and and the Beckas are you know they're they're good gals. I don't know if they have made up an impact because the season has just been so schizophrenic that we have we spent all that time on on someone like like Kendall and even 
lately, uh, uh, Jacqueline, and we spent a lot of time with Lauren Beebe, and we've heard eight words out of her, and they were all, yeah. So, we'll see. <laughs> I think we do know that Ari will just chase whatever shiny thing is around. Uh, yeah, he'll just say, or at least whatever blonde thing. Yeah, blonde, shiny thing. I love yeah. that. Um, I just, damn, I think, Billy, I'm sorry. I think we're running out of time for you. I know. Uh, I know. Oh, gosh, this song is so good. Um, but I think we got to get moving. Phil and Courtney got to get go to Africa. I know. You know, Paul Simon had a great album with African influences. You guys should look that up. Billy, I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, anything else you guys want to say? Uh... No, we'll we'll miss you while we're in Africa. Oh yeah, so tell the viewers uh, how long you guys gone. Uh, we're we're gone for two weeks, so we should. I guess we should be back for the finale. I, I hope think. so. Yeah, I hope. I so made too. all my picks on my bracket just in case we're not smart. smart. Yeah, I'm in dead last Very place because I, I I forgot at least one week. So, <laughs> um, but I feel I feel good about being dead last. I'm much happier with myself for that. <laughs> um, so we'll see. So we got uh, hometowns then fantasy suites. Um, yeah. and then at least one more after that. So we oh, yeah. should get you back. So I think we'll, we'll definitely check in. Let's just plan to do, I think the, the most logical thing, much like CN, um, is to check in for just a, extricate ourselves from this whole thing, get the hell out of here and, <laughs> uh, hang out with, uh, with people with an IQ above 30, um, who don't have a better time relating to cars. Uh, oh, we'll... you mean stable geniuses? <laughs> <laughs> Corn, this is an apolitical podcast, please. Oh, sorry. Come on. All right. Don't alienate us. Really? Don't really alienate our uh, all of our fans in uh, Minneapolis, don't you know? I want to thank uh, uh, Matt's Bar in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the home of the Juicy Lucy, uh, for being so hospitable to us when we were there um, last week. Um, we'll be back. I think we'll do a finale podcast, and we'll wrap this thing up um, for the last third, um, mercifully, the end, the end of this one. And uh, Billy, thank you for coming. Uh, Phil, Courtney... What a pleasure. Uh, Poochie, we're thrilled to have you back here. Mm, I love that. <laughs> um, this has been uh, an amazing day, um, an amazing podcast. and um, You're welcome thank you. to everyone who gets to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to stick around, we'll do um, some Screaming Infidelities uh, for the hardcore fans. Um, <laughs> until then, we'll be back uh, sometime soon with our most amazing podcast yet. Your hair is it's everywhere. Screaming infidelities. I actually don't know the words. No, I me. Mean, I should pull Where? them up. Well, that's. I think that's Making enough. Square. Where? Oh. <laughs> Chris Caraba, take us on out. We should have done hands down. <laughs>